0: Hello, and welcome to Horror Movies and Shit. I'm your host, Jim, and with me, as always, is... Mark! Hi, Mark. Hi, Jim. How are you?
1: You know, um, I used to work with a girl called Jean. I used mm. to hate it, because, hi, Mark, I'm going to be like, hi, Jean. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. But it's weird that, right? hmm so, yeah. Hey, Mark. Yes.
0: Where does a, Where does a rainbow go when it's bad?
1: Uh, where does the rainbow go when it's bad rainbow um, I have seen this this has been on I posted it on Facebook I saw a lot of people post it Uh, now I can't remember because I don't want to because it wasn't very fun
0: prism Uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay I got you one better stay tuned folks what does a dog do that dog people do. step into? What? What does a dog do that people, people step, in? step into? Dog do? No, <laughs> no, it's not
1: do. Uh, uh, bark. N- what? You could. How you- do people step into bark? Yeah, so bark comes off a tree, and you step into it.
0: No, you step on it. There's a difference. I said step well, into. Might a lot. I mean, you no, might, no, 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 no. I said I said step into. Right.
1: A, a door. Right. I know. A wolf. Pants. Like, you're standing on the wolf, and
0: made me fall, step in. Mark, Mark, the answer is Pants. <laughs>
1: Get it? Pants. Uh, I know. I, w- I wish I had my sound card thing with a rib shot. I love Thank dad you. jokes. So, so Jim will be here all week, folks.
2: Boom,
1: <laughs> Where are you from? Baltimore? <laughs> that reference. I
0: that, have no idea what words. you just
1: said, but okay. Um, you've seen Naked Gun, right? Yes, yes I have. Have you seen Police Squad? I have. So I don't know if you remember, there was a part where Frank Drebin uh, was undercover as a comedian. Oh,
0: I don't remember that. He was no.
1: doing up. Okay. Uh, and, and so he was throwing out these uh, funny one-liners, but they weren't funny, which was what was funny about it. it oh, gotcha. Like, like pointing at a guy, Hey, what do you do? What? what do you do? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, how do you know when you're finished? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: anyway this is a horror podcast not a comedy one there, there yeah. should be there should be no laughter in this uh, podcast no. then Sorry. i guess we just shouldn't talk right <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean i keep on telling your jokes
0: I, I could and i'm i'm also drinking so they could just get worse as this episode goes on
1: i know they get worse
0: <laughs> mm, like, they could like, you never know
1: well speaking of getting worse well, we have a topic <laughs> Do we? <laughs> we do. Oh boy! Oh, I, first of all, first
0: of all, I need to say to two of our fans, Sarah and Debbie, I will have your cups shipped out by the end of the weekend. Uh, oh,
1: oh, okay. Service okay.
0: announcement. Service announcement. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: back to our topic.
1: So, so this is this is not topic specific episode. It's just something that came up. Because um, we asked um, our, our loyal fan base if they had any questions, and I think we got two. <laughs> I only saw one from Sarah. <laughs> we have another one. Okay, but, but we've already covered it. Uh, so, what was Sarah's question? Jim?
0: I believe hers was, "What is your who is your favorite director?"
1: And what movie, right?
0: Oh, was it one movie? I, I'm sorry, I don't remember. the. Let I know me, there were a few other parts let, to it. Let me Can bring this up. Please do. Favorite director, which film, and why?
1: Okay. So I, you don't really speak about directors very much. I've noticed. I don't.
0: No, you're right. I, yeah, I'm more on the content of the film than I am on the director itself. So,
1: so then it got me thinking. What? Who is Jim's favorite director? And then I'm like... Well, his favorite movie is Aliens. Maybe it's Ridley Scott. Is it Alien? Are you sure? Yes. Are you
0: sure? Yes. What's your favorite movie? Well, it depends. I have three. No,
1: no, no, no. What's the one that you always say on this podcast?
0: Well, I do love the movie Aliens. Right. Or Alien. Oh. But I also, one of my favorite flims, 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 (laughs) flims, flims is also
1: A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, Wes Craven was going to be my next.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I honestly I would have to say if, if we're looking strictly at directors it would be Wes Craven cuz I am I like a lot more of his work than I do Ridley Scott.
1: Um so Ridley Scott is uh, obviously Wes Craven's very much in the horror realm, right. he did a couple of things outside, but Ridley Scott's kind of been all over the place. Yeah. Um, so does that influence you because it's not a, a hard, you know, mainly horror director?
0: No, because I, I, um, so Spielberg is also another one of my favorite directors. Like I love, I, I love almost everything I've I've seen of Steven Spielberg. So it does. It's, it's not. Gorgeous. It's got nothing to do with their genre.
1: Right. Spielberg's Poltergeist was amazing.
0: <laughs> Toby Hooper, sir. Toby Hooper.
1: <laughs> sure, Jan. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, you would say then, Wes Craven, which movie? Oh, I the, the,
0: the first movie of his that I have ever saw was the original A Nightmare on Elm Street, and it will, to this day, always be my favorite.
1: So is it the direction or the story
0: a combination, the acting? Because so director, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest it's the nostalgia because I remember the entire scenario of how I first saw the film oh okay. god and, and then how in awe of it I was as I got to watch it for the first time like okay. the scene the scene where Freddie cuts off his two fingers I and then the scene where he's you know Tina's got him under the covers and she rips off his face it was just amazing to me like it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen on screen
1: Okay. So who do you think my favorite director is? Fulci. No. No? No. Oh.
0: Hmm. No, come on now. I guess your clothes don't tell your story, huh?
1: Uh, I I wear lots of different clothes. (laughs) Um,
0: Honestly, Mark, I'm terrible with directors, so I wouldn't even begin to know who who your favorite director was. you know your favorite movie.
1: So to me, this director was head and shoulders above everybody else from the late 70s to the early 90s. Late 70s
0: to early 90s?
1: Like, basically... Carpenter. Yes. hmm Basically, every movie he made was gold. I
0: I couldn't... I cannot refute
1: that. Um... Along with his direction, of course, you have Dean Kundi. Um uh as his uh director of photography in a lot of his movies too uh, okay he had such a wonderful eye uh for things and whenever i look at uh you know it, it's the go-to is the thing yeah of course but, because but i mean i like i don't know if there's a better horror movie trilogy than um carpenter's apocalypse trilogy
0: Apo- oh you're talking about like escape from new york right that no. that series no
1: so the so it's loosely based uh you know these aren't connected directly but they're all about kind of the end of the world but in different ways right okay explain this to me so the first one is the thing okay right and that's open-ended um we don't like you're pretty sure there's going to be one thing left right because they're just going to both freeze to death Right, and then that leaves it open to a rescue team coming, uh, maybe taking the bodies out, and then it thawing and taking over the world. Okay. The next one is the Prince of Darkness.
0: So I do love the Prince of Darkness, but go ahead, go on.
1: Anyway. So again, this is another um, apocalyptic tale. Agreed. Um, You know, we have those uh, dreams which are really tachyons being sent from the future which I don't remember what the future was. It was something like 2000 or something.
0: Actually, no, I think it was, I I want to say it was 2012.
1: Something like that, right? Yeah. But it's basically saying that the devils come back, right? Right. So that's the end of the world. Um, I, and I also love to think that all of these movies are happening in the same universe and maybe at the same time. Just because I find that interesting concept. So The Thing's out, Satan's out, and the last one is In the Mouth of Madness.
0: Uh, okay, so pause for one second. It was 1999. The future right. was 1999. Right. And then In the Mouth of Madness, which is a decent movie, but not one of his best, in my opinion. I, I think that was
1: his last great movie. Now, it, it's not as great as some of his other ones, but taken in the context for some of his later movies um i think it was his last like classic carpenter movie. so
0: so let me ask you this who decided that's a trilogy because those movies are not in any way related
1: well they're related because they're all about the apocalypse
0: so you 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 are forcing a thematic relationship on them
1: no i, I didn't come up with this so it, who's
0: forcing this relationship because I don't, I don't believe that they had anything to do with each other
1: Google Carpenter's Apocalypse Trilogy. It's not just me. <laughs> well, of course it's just you. Well, Google it. Okay, so audience people wait till Jim Googles this. And um, Jim, if you think that I have the power to create something in the internet like that, then I am ahead of the curve. This is... Let
0: me see what we got. so that is a set of films which started in 1982 mm-hmm. and continued through the 80s with Prince of Darkness and ended in the 90s. So we have three movies yes. over a decade. Right. Seem to have little in common, save for the director upon closer experience, because that they, that there is a thread that runs throughout each picture. Each movie forces its characters to combat, not only a visible enemy, but an unseen one, which may be immune to the nature of, of what they believe to be right. reality. Okay, but in the three Carpenter films. Of- okay, nowhere in here does it mention where this got started. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I st- I still think that this is something you uh you spearheaded.
1: Uh, I, if I had the power to do that, Jim. Um, you'd be sacked.
0: You're much, you're much more influential than you think, Mark.
1: <laughs> <But laughs> also, talking about Fulci, Fulci and his Gates of Hell trilogy, which again we're not related, but thematically we're the same. Um, so, so, so that's unusual. Okay. Anyway, so um, and why, why do I think? Let's just, wait, the thing. Why do so, I? Think-
0: wait, wait, wait! You you haven't answered the second part of this question which one of those movies is your favorite uh, it's, no 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 which
1: one like which one I'll, uh, I'll say the thing okay but but uh, there's a lot of carpenter movies which to me are basically all masterpieces so yeah. but uh, i wasn't
0: but, allowed to pick more than one so neither are you
1: i can pick whatever i want <laughs> I'm on I love it because, well, I don't need to talk about the thing because everyone's seen it and everybody knows why it's so great. I don't know anybody that doesn't like the thing.
0: I mean, I, I sort of feel like I should should uh, just hate it now based on principle, but I, I won't lie; I like it. <laughs>
1: you like it. It's I all. Right. It's all right. It is. It's I. Right. So so going down that path. I'm sorry. So, the other person, uh, let me go there, uh, 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 is my pal, okay, here we go, oh, is Matthew, Jeff? Matthew Brockmeyer. Oh, okay, was- Matthew. Yeah, yeah, who's a author. Um, he wanted to discuss whether uh, Vikings actually made the Blood Eagles by ripping the person's lungs out, or if it's just nonsense? From I feel second. like I should have studied for this. So I I, I told him, I think, that whenever we did our torture episode.
0: Mm-hmm. I think which, I'm, which, I, I which think I'm, by the way, that, that is our lowest listened to episode.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, go on. I don't know. Suckers. Um, <laughs> I, I may have brought that up in that, I don't remember, but it wasn't one of my lists, because I feel, from what I've heard, that that's more a myth than yeah. it actually happened. Okay. And do you know what the Blood Eagle is?
0: I do not I'm sure we probably did talk about it during that torture episode, but I don't.
1: So basically, they, they, they put somebody basically kind of on their face, so their back's exposed, cut their back open, pull out their lungs... Oh. And uh, also, I, I believe pour, pour salt on them. Well, you have to pour salt on a wound. Well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to season it. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> but anyway, so um, from Sarah's question uh, led me down the road to um, you know favorite directors, and then got me onto Ridley Scott, and then thinking, well, that's your one of your favorite movies, Jim. Yes. But we've never really discussed the Alien franchise, and I think there's a lot to talk about there. Oh God! So, so what we're going to do? We're going to go movie by movie. Um, and it's up to you whether we include the Alien versus Predator ones. I guess it depends how long we're talking. I guess we should um, kind of. Do we dis- have to discuss them, um, and I would like you to give me your ratings on each one.
0: Can we? Can we? Stop at Resurrection? No. Damn it. Okay, I
1: guess. Okay, so um, we'll, we'll kick it off with Alien. Jim, Yes. your thoughts on Alien. It, it's one of my favorite all-time movies.
0: You have... I... How do I start this? <laughs> if they had just listened to The Smart Lady, none of it would have happened. Right. That aside... You have everything in this you you have the the personal drama you have the claustrophobic fear because they're in a small a small vessel you have the um the unknown because nobody's ever encountered this life form before and it it's just it all mixes so well and there's such an intensity that just continues to build throughout the entire movie um even down to when um the android and I forget his name at the moment? Ash. Ash. Yeah, until Ash attacks Ripley. You know, it was just, it. it's absolutely amazing because it, it just, it never stops until the very end. And even then, it doesn't really stop.
1: And we'll talk about some of the continuity, uh, whenever they made the more recent ones. Right. How uh, they sit all over the original. Right.
0: They, were, they did, I, and I
1: hate it. So what, what was the original title, the working title of this called? I, I don't know. Written by Dan O'Bannon. Yep. Right? Who, I'm, I'm sure on the what we've watched, you would have watched Return of the Living Dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was initially called cringingly Star Beast, right? Uh, oh, that's right. I have heard that. And it was initially going to be more of a cheesy, um, dark star-ish...
0: Um, well, and if I'm not mistaken, in, in the original script, Ripley was a man.
1: Ripley was not written as a man or a woman.
0: Okay, then maybe I'm mistaken
1: in my trivia. It was just Ripley. I don't think there was any gender-specific talk around that. They were just called Ripley. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. think it was he or her or him i I
0: had originally thought and i thought i had read a story you know back in the early 2000s about how um ridley scott had said that originally they they envisioned a man until sigourney weaver did her screen test right they they envisioned
1: they envisioned a man because that's generally who would be in that role right that's true in, in, in movies at that time um and, and it was a stroke of genius, and we'll talk. A little, you know, we'll talk about Ridley Scott too. Uh, so uh, obviously, we've got iconic, iconic set designs, creature designs by H.R. Giger.
0: Oh my God, his 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 visual aesthetic is f- amazing. Like I, I couldn't even imagine getting into his mind for five minutes. It it has to be a nightmare, a beautiful nightmare world.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, provocative. Uh, there's another artist that's very like him too i i don't remember right now but you know obviously the this the, the sexual aspect to it and that mm-hmm. plays a lot into the movie right right so the movie plays a lot on um you know <laughs> childbirth man, male childbirth yeah. right you know right um i i guess it was also partly based on uh that insect that uh, and the wasp that lays its eggs into caterpillars and then they burst out mm-hmm. uh, but also i guess diamond bannon had some weird gastrointestinal issue and that was kind of on his mind too
0: <laughs> i mean and you have to admit that that first chest burster scene when um oh my god my mind is not working today i'm too fried from work who's that what
1: john hurts
0: yes when john hurts character gets up and he's eating
1: yeah at the table f- that's spaghetti.
0: right. Yeah, when when he gets up and and he's eating, and then all of a sudden, you you just see his, everything change in his face, and then you have Yafit Koto and everybody around the table grab him and start holding him down. That entire scene is fucking amazing. The 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 confusion and the panic and the sheer um, surprise you see in their faces, and of course, of course, uh, what's her name, Veronica Cartwright, her oh my God, I, I will never not want to hear her say that because it's just great.
1: Um, Right. And, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about um, the gestation period, right? It, it takes maybe a couple of days from facehugger on. Well, it face-hugger depends,
0: on. On, depends on what movie you're in.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, it seems to I, get shorter. I, well, especially in the last couple. Yeah. Where it's basically instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the, um, we, we'll talk about, so Ridley Scott, to me, um, mm-hmm. is such a great director. and mm-hmm. uh, Whenever I say that, I mean it in the visual sense. Right. Um, um, I, I think he's always at his best when he has competent writers and already competent, uh, actors. He doesn't from interviews that you know you'll you'll see of him he doesn't really give a shit about the story mostly um, but you know it, it's really a vehicle for his visuals right so as long, as long as it's visually uh interesting to him and he doesn't really care too much about his actors because okay. he's all about the looks okay and, and even in the last couple like those are beautiful movies Beautiful yes. movies, but they're dumb as shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I'm
1: not he, like his best movies Alien, Blade Runner, Gladiator, movies like that all happen because they have got good writers and good actors. And then he adds that layer on top. Right. Like, I, I don't think he directs actors. Okay. So, they have to be already good.
0: Okay, I can see that point.
1: Um, so visually, it's beautiful. It um, is. The, the, the pace is perfect. Yep. Um, it's a slow build. It is. But, you know, and people say, you know, it's kind of like a slasher in space, right? And I don't know. But it it kind of is. I mean, if you think about it, uh, I mean, once the alien is out and um, it's an alien, oh, you yeah. okay. pick them off one by one, and then That's very true. That's got the quote unquote final girls, which is right. one of the first final girls. Um, A lot I don't really like that type of thing, but um, there, there's just so much to visually take from it. The acting is fantastic. The surprise of Ash is amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Even that, was, even, that was a great twist when you first see the movie. Right.
1: And, and, and they also will screw that in later movies. But but even if you think, like, uh, you know, I, I watch, like, YouTube reactions and stuff. And people are even freaked out about that opening few minutes, right? Where mm-hmm. it's just, like, the helmet and it's, like, on the helmet. Right. So it's that slow camera through the amazing sets Right. Uh, and it's just creep- it creeps people out i can see why it, it, you know it it just builds and um, this the sound the the sound design the soundtrack just mm-hmm. everything works together uh it does. to make this an absolute classic um do you have anything else to say about
0: it i i don't because this is near perfection
1: so um how many alien eggs out of 10 would you give it Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That that's like a, a forty pan um, <laughs> for most people. Okay. So so moving swift. Uh, so to me, I will give this a nine out of ten. Um, okay. okay. So mo- moving along, we have James Cameron, just fresh from Piranha Two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who I think um, whenever you talk about sequels, what makes a good sequel, right? So it doesn't just copy the original. Right. But it expands on the original, and it expands the mythology in a way that doesn't shit on the previous film.
0: And and it does that, 100%.
1: I'm sorry, we could talk about some of the out scenes I meant to talk about, Dallas being... Um, glued to the wall in a deleted scene, right? In Alien, oh right, yep. where they were supposed to make the alien kind of self-sufficient, where it would plant its own facehugger or eggs or whatever. Right,
0: um, it, it would set them up so that the the eggs would hatch, and right. you know, their but food luck- would be right there.
1: luckily enough, that was cut because it, what James Cameron had was even better. It was it
0: the the way that. Th- that this movie sets up the evolution of these creatures when there is a plentiful food source is amazing. Because um, in this movie, they have now begun terraforming lv two four four two six. Right. So there is now a plentiful food source for this alien life form. And and, and I, I guess, I don't think this is the right, a uh, host for mm-hmm. their young to, to
1: gestate i guess is i'm I'm sorry um i i I don't want to skip over some of these things because of the later conversation we will have um also in alien we find the space jockey (laughs) right Mm. which uh by the time they they give him a different name they're that's what they call it. By the time you get around to Prometheus, well, things will have changed a little bit.
0: Oh, don't even get me started with Prometheus.
1: Um, so anyway, back to Aliens. So um, once again, we have a, a fantastic opening. I mm-hmm. love opening to Aliens where um, she's found and it's just like that robot laser thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the initial dream sequence.
0: Yep. Where, where you think she has been infected or uh, implanted or whatever. Uh,
1: and at that time, I, I mean, I think I watched Aliens before I watched Alien whenever I was a kid. Um, but, I, I mean, that must have thrown audiences off. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm you- sure.
0: I know. I, when, when I first saw Aliens, when that thing came through her chest, I thought that was really the end. And that, that bothered me.
1: I mean, I, and we get one of the greatest shitheels in movie history,
0: played by a really great comedic actor,
1: With Paul Reiser as yes. Carter, Carter Burke, who's so and, nice at the start. Sorry, say that again. He's so nice at the start.
0: He is. He you but think makes he's such a good, good shitheel? Yeah, agreed. He he was perfect for that part, and I never would have cast him for that given his other acting chop uh, acting jobs.
1: Um, so again, talking about sequels expanding on the original, uh, the original, we had what, six, uh, members of the cast. That sounds right. And now we have many more because we have the colonial Marines, right?
0: So, well, let's not, let's not skip over the, the drama that unfolds after Ripley's been found, where if you watch the director's cut, she finds out that her daughter has died of old age. Right. While she was in hypersleep, so she essentially has nobody
1: left. Right there, there there's several. So then, there, there's right. a lot of cuts in this movie, which, in hindsight, do you think? I mean, that scene was only a, a few minutes long, right? It kept it in there, and I think it would have been um, much better regarding her relationship with Newt.
0: Exactly, because it did. It did in the in the cut for um in the original cut it it it, the the relationship sort of just happened and there was no reason why like she had never had any kids so why would she have been drawn to this
1: well i I mean i i can see you know she's she's not one of the marines right so she's a a regular woman and you know not to be stereotypical you know she probably has that motherly feeling and you know, empathy and sympathy with this little girl, where the other ones were soldiers, right? So it, it kind of makes sense anyway, but I think it would have been enhanced. Um, oh, I
0: I one hundred percent agree. When I finally got a chance to see the director's cut, it it made a lot more sense, and it made her a lot more human. Like you, right. you understood more about why she felt the way she did towards this little girl, and why she connected
1: so well with her. And and the very at, at the very end. <clears throat> which would have been such an emotional, more emotional stinger when Newt says, calls mommy." Bonnie. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, I, I think that would have had a greater impact. Anyway, so a lot of people talk about aliens and say, well, you know, that's that's like alien, but it's action. It's just more guns and da-da-da-da. Um, which, yeah, because uh, it, which I constantly say, I don't know if you've watched this movie or you forget about the first 40 minutes.
0: Right. And, but as you said it has to be bigger it has to be better and this this film does that on almost every level
1: but but I but I think people are not giving Cameron the credit that he deserves because the first 40 minutes which is the same length of time as alien until alien, the alien appears right that's the same amount of time there's that same like the amount of suspense and build-up it, I I would say is actually even more uh, in this one because you already know what the alien is and how right. badass it is, and you're just waiting for them to, to fucking jump, right?
0: Right, um, you're you're waiting for them to pounce through ninety percent right. through, through the entire first act of this movie.
1: Right, but he but he keeps it back. The, the only time we see an alien in the first forty minutes is that dream sequence at the start. Right. So you got the same amount of time an alien, but no, you know. But everybody just said, "Oh well, it's just this is just like a, a sci-fi action movie. Like literally a third of the movie is not action." Right. That that's not untrue. But I mean, I
0: can see both points because there is there is a lot more gunplay and a lot more violence in this
1: movie. Oh, there is. But it, uh, uh, to just write it off as this is an action movie, I, I disagree. Well, like I, 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 I will say something like Predator. Is an action movie all the way through.
0: I agree. I, I don't disagree with you at all. What, a, but I can see both sides of that point. But it's still a phenomenal, nearly perfect sequel.
1: Um, you talk about like one You talk about setting things up. Like this is the genius of like Cameron, who I think as a person is a bit of an egotist, but whatever. Um, and, you, and maybe you need to be like that. Um, maybe. to make good movies sometimes. But just, you know, uh, the um, the loader that she that she's using at the start, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a throwaway thing because it's more like, hey, I can do stuff too. I'm not just this useless woman. I can, like, load things. Right. And it's played off as kind of a joke where, you know, haha. Um, but it comes back at the end, right? Right. But, like, you don't really think about that because you're, as an audience member, you're thinking about aliens in the size of regular aliens where that forklift thing that she has wouldn't really matter because they could have swarmed that right. right but it's not until the end uh, we'll talk about the queen too
0: yeah that's what I was going to say you, you get introduced to the queen in this movie and she is one tough motherfucker
1: right and, and you know you talk about th- thematics about you know mother and, and- being a mother and losing your kids Right, and um, 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 they're both fighting for their own um, kids as much yep. as anything, right? Right. Uh, I mean, the aliens aren't evil. No, they're, they're they're animals. They're animals, just like us. Right. So it's not like they're evil. They're just right. trying to survive. Um, um, it is what it is. It's survival of the fittest, right?
0: Until we get to a- alien resurrection, but well,
1: we will we, we all get that. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, you you have that part, in, uh, you know, after the 40 minutes, and you have the Marines getting their ass kicked. We have right. to talk about, obviously, um, uh, Michael Bean uh, as right. Hicks and um, Hudson. Right. Well, uh, Michael Gary Bean, who is there.
0: also in what other sci fi great. Pre- Directed Pre- by Pre- the same guy, right?
1: Predator Pre- 2. Oh, Terminator! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? He fucking died. Oh my god. Who played? H- his-
0: oh, Bill Paxton.
1: Bill Paxton. Yeah. So he's uh the only guy that was killed by a predator and an alien. Yes, and there was a third one in there too. Although you could say Lance Henriksen, that happened too as well. That's true. Although he was killed by an alien and alien, he wasn't killed by a predator, but he was an alien versus a predator. I anyway, mean, but, so but he was
0: killed. But he was killed by a pumpkin head.
1: He was. Hmm. Anyway, I so, digress. So, so you know, you have that whole scene, and you know, game over, man, game over, and why you put her in charge, and there's so many great lines in there too. Um, oh I- my God, what is her name? So
0: what? Yeah, what was her name? Though. So, I
1: um, Jeanette Goldstein. Right, but what was the character's name?
0: Vasquez. Vasquez, thank you. I, it I'm, was not connecting with me.
1: You know, talk about blackface, but, you know, she's not his Spanish. No, I know. She's Jewish. <laughs> she, she is white and freckles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, but she's brilliant. Uh, the, character, the character is phenomenal. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, she's badass. She's tough. She is. She's out to kick ass and take names, but she also has a heart, which um, you see later in her death scene with Gorman. Because right. they also have Gorman, who is a yutz. It's not that he's a bad guy. He's just inexperienced, and some asshole put him in charge.
1: And he he's, I'm not going to say he's typecast, but he plays basically the same character in Hellraiser 2.
0: It's because he's good at being a lily-livered coward.
1: He's like Judge Reinhold. To mm-hmm.
2: Reinhold.
1: Yep. Um, but again, I mean, you get you get that fantastic scene where it's um, you know, uh, well, you get you get some just before the attack, right? So you get where uh, right. Burke has let the facehuggers into uh, impregnate Newt and Ripley, and, and Ripley right? And, and it's great to see the facehuggers moving around, right? They they shot that so well
0: they did they really did after it drops and then it starts to move it's great
1: but it's even like the she's stuck in there but she's got the brains to set off like the fire alarm the you know yeah
0: because because burke has also turned off the camera
1: right and i don't know how many people in that situation you know would be like that switched on right right wow and and, um then you got the part where they have the motion trackers and um you know, they're like, oh, holy shit. It's right on, like, they're it's like right on
0: top three of three. us, man. It's in the room.
1: Right. And whenever I first watched that, I was honestly, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because You know, I was I don't know, 10 or 12 or whatever age right. I was. I was sitting there going like, I don't know. What? What? And then they're like looking at the ceiling.
0: Yeah, and like, exactly. Why? And that, that reveal when he sticks his head through the t- that tile. Right. And it's just like, because that's the first time you see them en masse coming at something.
1: Right. And, and they only had like three or four suits. Right. But they, you know, the way they edited it together, um, I think that that was probably they'll be seen to have them in, in one shot. Right. <laughs> An amazing shot. I mean, I, talk about direction again, talk about sets and talk about the music and everything again is perfect
0: well even even when they set up the the scene where you you see the um the the automatic Gunners taking out a few of the aliens like that was even done really well without compromising the quote-unquote alien suit right i mean because they didn't have that many of them
1: and uh, we should also probably talk about bishop the great oh. again yeah um do they we- bastardize in later films but anyway Doing the uh, wonderful knife um, trick with Hudson.
0: Man, yeah. that's so funny, man. That's not funny, right? Uh, because there, there was something
1: about that scene.
0: Did he get cut, or was it unscripted?
1: He who? was
0: supposed to. Lance Henriksen was not supposed to do that on Bill Paxton's hand. In the in the original no. shot, he was supposed to do it with himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I believe I heard that. Yeah, but um, again. With Cameron, great vision. Mm -hmm. You, as an audience member, are like Ash was a fucking nasty android, right? Right. Working for the company, everyone's expendable. So you expect the same from Bishop, right? But we don't get that. But we don't. We get the opposite. Right. He's a hero. He is. And and okay, I need to talk about this. I'm not. That claustrophobic,
0: but that's Are you talking about the, when he crawls through the pipe.
1: That scene makes me like, oh, <laughs> that like he just fits in there and he's, he does. I don't know. Um, so, so then we get, you know, um, basically Ripley taking control of the situation, right? She gets him out of there. Um, right. they're all trying to figure out what to do. The aliens mm-hmm. come in, um. And then, you know, Newt gets lost down that, like, air vent or whatever it is. That... Can, can we
0: talk about that scene where, where she falls into the water? Most... And, and that alien comes up behind her. That is a beautiful scene. The, the lighting, the 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 depth of color. It's fucking beautiful.
1: And, and I'm talking about aliens in water. Um, we will get to Alien Resurrection, which I think is the best part of that movie. So, um, yes, it, it, it is wonderful. Um, and then we get, again, the, the mother versus mother showdown. Right. Get away from her, you bitch. Right. And um, we, we get that false ending where... Can, uh, can, you know, before, they,
0: we, before we go on to there, can we please talk about the scene where the, the queen rips herself off of that apparatus she was laying eggs in? Right. That was painful. That was painful.
1: Well, no, I I think that would probably would happen once she's done with the eggs, anyway.
0: I'm not going to lie; it it hurt me to watch that. I I felt
1: pain. <laughs> well, I I think maybe that's uh, the uh, psychiatrist armchair discussion part.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. See, I never got that because I I felt that the queen was all the black part of her. Uh, yeah. The- Sack was something which happened, you know, when she was laying eggs. But when she stopped laying eggs, it would she would just get rid of it anyway. Okay. So, so, um, so yeah, so so now we're in the finale, right? So um, Ripley... So Bishop, Bishop
0: has taken them off of the platform. B-
1: Bishop has left, and we're like, oh fuck.
0: Oh right, because you you figure he 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 sacrificed
1: them so that he could,
0: yeah. Well, well,
1: well, we're still thinking. You know, as much as he's and there's certain scenes that they play up when they right. are dissecting the the facehugger and looking at it. He's very like Ash in that scene. Hmm. Um.
0: Well, yeah, they're so, setting you up because you expect you that heel turn.
1: Yeah, you don't really know. You know which way he's going to be right and, and obviously Hicks is on there but he's unconscious right, right. Um, and then um he comes back right like i, I couldn't sit here because it, it, it was getting it too unstable it. right so we think wow the it blows up right. we're all safe right then queen takes bishop
0: yes <laughs> with in by the way that scene was uh, i can't say this enough about that when she rips him in half, it was amazing. Like, the special effects were f- fantastic.
1: I remember watching... This is a vivid memory whenever I first watched it. Whenever I first watched it, I thought it was a chestburster. Okay. That, that was coming out. Right. And then it's obviously the tail. <laughs> right. But I love the way they did that, because it's it's, a, it's right through their chest, right? Kind of yep. like the chest person. And uh, then we have the uh, the loader versus um, the queen, the queen uh, scene. Now, one thing I will say, <laughs> I don't know how strong Ripley is.
0: She's but not she, that strong.
1: He is holding on. Like, whenever you know the loader goes down, the queen goes down, she's holding on by one arm, one elbow... And, you know, the, the door opens, you've got the vacuum of space, and the queen holding right. onto her ankle. And right. she's holding on by one arm, like, yeah, hey, and you go girl. <laughs> right? You have some upper well, body strength right there. Let's also talk
0: about, this is where we get to see Ash in the culmination of all of his herodom, because what does he do? You he mean? saves Newt from being sucked out of Bishop. that hole. That's what I said, Bishop. You said Ash. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant Bishop. I apologize. Not,
1: not bad for a human Right, and then you've got the wonderful outro shot um, of then going into um, you know the, the the crime. Can I
0: dream now? right where she asks if she can dream now?
1: And that's after the mommy, mommy, which yep. is yeah. And um, so, so I think.
0: Can I also say that at this point, when Ripley is running towards the loader, this is the only thing I can possibly pick apart in this movie. You can tell by the way. That Sigourney Weaver runs to get that loader—that she's hurting. Like you, you can tell this has been physically exhausting for her. Right, and it it adds to the movie. But you can tell by the way she's carrying herself that she is
1: she is exhausted. So, how many alien eggs out of ten would you give aliens? Seven and a half. I give it a ten out of ten. I know you would. We've had this discussion before. So then we, so then we go into development hell for a while, right? And then we get the studio trying to figure out what to do, and it goes right. through many iterations. So many. And then we have an up-and-coming director, David Fincher, right? Mm-hmm. Who um, will go on to do great things: Seven, Zodiac, things like that. Um two it great is, films. In his first acting or sorry, directing gig. Right. And uh, why don't you tell me about Alien Three? Okay, so we start the film
0: a uh, much like the thing, right? Where um they have crashed onto a prison planet, their bodies have been recovered, and a dog is implanted with a chest burster now mind so, you-
1: so hang, on, hang, on, hang on so let's just say we're left at the end of aliens right with all three of the Ripley, four of them in
0: hypersleep newt hicks
1: and uh bishop. bishop right so we start off alien with a, three with a crash landing killing newton hicks correct In a way, I kind of like that uh, nihilistic uh, approach.
0: Right. Well, I mean, part of part but of the good point about that is once again, Ripley has lost everything she cares about.
1: But I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it at all. Okay. I would rather like keep the keep the movie the way it is. Keep it, you know, crashing on this planet, this prison planet, but have Hicks and Newt there. I think that would have made a much more interesting dynamic. Why? Um, because this, it, it's like, the, what they're trying to go for is oh, Ripley's an alien now. Like, right. f- like, fuck off. Like, like, I don't... she That's what she was in the last movie. She was right. the outsider. Um, You've built up these characters. You've built up a lot of it. I think it would have been far more interesting, those three characters on this planet, mm-hmm. than just Ripley by herself.
0: I mean... I don't know. I The The only thing sellable in this entire franchise up to this
1: point is Ripley.
0: Like I'm... yes, we, we cared about
1: I I 1000% disagree. The only thing sellable about Alien and Aliens is Ripley? Yeah. Fuck off.
0: She's she's the main character that everybody cares about when they go see these
1: films. Oh, shit. Um, if Ripley died at the end of Listen. Aliens or Alien, and they say Ripley died at the end of Alien, and Aliens was still the same thing, but maybe without Ripley, it still would have been a great movie. Not as no. great, as it no, was. no, it
0: wouldn't. No, not
1: as great no. as it was. But Ripley, you are full of shit, sir. No, 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 no.
0: The it's, only thing that sells
1: this whole, entire franchise, this is the Alien franchise not the ripley franchise which is a oh contraire sir which is the whole reason why alien resurrection sucks
0: again you are fucking wrong number (laughs) one the only thing the only thing that sucks about alien resurrection is that they tried to replace ripley with winona Ryder. so no they didn't they that was the plan after alien resurrection was to continue the series with Winona Ryder taking over in the quote-unquote heroine.
1: Th- really it. But it's like saying, well, um, Nightmare on Elm um without Heather Langenkamp, without Nancy, it's just shit. Do you agree?
0: Well, the best ones have her in it, so...
1: So, yeah. So, every, every other Nightmare on Elm Street movie is shit, right?
0: Well, mostly just Freddy's Dead, but that's beside the point. And and the remake
1: or, or any um, Friday the Thirteenth movie without Tommy Jarvis shit, right? Why
0: would that matter? He was only in two movies.
1: Because he was the driving force behind. He was behind two movies. <laughs>
0: you have <laughs> one constant. You have
1: one constant in
0: in the four good Alien movies, and that is Ellen Ripley. Ah. She is she is the thread so, that so,
1: pulls these movies along. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, um, say you gave money to a competent director and writer for a new Alien movie without Ripley in it. Are you saying that's automatically going to be shit because Ripley's not in?
0: They tried that with both Prometheus and, I'm, and Covenant. I'm, I'm asking you. I, and I'm telling you right now, they tried that with Prometheus and Covenant and they I'm suck.
1: Not, I'm not talking about Prometheus. I, I said good director and writer again they tried with prometheus and covenant and it sucks there's a lot of other media around aliens or alien that is not ripley specific books books right there are lots
0: of comic books that introduce the predator and all that crap and i think they're garbage they tried adapting them into movies and they're garbage
1: do you think that they should stop making alien movies they should have stopped before they did prometheus yes So you're saying there's no way you could, anybody could, so nobody on this earth can ever in the future make a good alien movie. I believe it might be
0: possible, but they would have to address the Ripley. No, they don't. Why? You listen to what I'm saying, because I said so in order for me to enjoy and, and respect another alien film that ignores Ripley, it's not going to happen. Why? Ripley's just one character. She's the character that people care about when it comes to this franchise.
1: I, I care about other characters in this franchise.
0: What other characters that you've seen in more than one movie? I could
1: care about Hicks. I could care about Newt. I could care about Dallas. I could care about a whole and they're bunch
0: of all. They're whole, all dead. Right. But Ripley's dead, too. She, and what do they do? They bring her back in the no, first No, movie.
1: no, no, no. I'm saying, do you think. That there could be no other good alien movie that doesn't have Ripley in it.
0: It would have to address the reason she's not well, in it. Why? In order for me to buy into it. Why? The, the, because I just told you that. It's because she is she is the thread that pulls these movies together.
1: No, no, she isn't. Yes, um, she is. No, she isn't.
0: It's the fact that she survives she fights against them and she's the so, only so, one that continues to survive. I
1: don't think Alien 3 is very good. and I really don't think Alien R- Resurrection is very good at all and she's in both of them.
0: Well then you're garbage, sir. Your opinions are garbage.
1: So, so hang on. So so give me a rating of Alien 3. I, I would do that 5. I would do that a, a solid so, 5. It was not
0: it was not, it was so, not a great film. It suffered a lot
1: from thematically and wait wait wait. And, so, so Ripley's in it, but it's a 5 out of 10. Yes. But you don't think anybody could make a better alien movie that's more than five out of ten without Ripley in it, or, Correct. or talking about Ripley. Correct. So, what what is your rating for Alien Resurrection? Seven. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We
2: will. Okay. We will get
1: there. Okay, so so let's get back. To- <laughs> So, um, you know, again, you, you talk about the cuts that were made for Aliens, but, you know, the studio really went wholesale in changing um, Alien 3, right? We, we have, you have the assembly cut where, you know, it's not a dog that gets in effect. It's, a, it's an ox and things like that. Right. Um, and I, I believe one of the original script was it's it was going to be a wooden planet or wooden. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I
0: that sounds right. I remember. I remember I mean, reading about that.
1: To be monks.
0: Yeah. Right. They, they kind of be monks.
1: to the the religious aspect.
0: And they still they left the religious aspect in it.
1: But to a certain degree, with uh, mm-hmm. what's the, the preacher, uh, what's his name? Oh my god. Um. Uh, he was in mimic as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Uh, uh,
1: Oh, and, and I really like him as an actor. I know. Oh. I mean, Charles Durning? No, no. Charles Durning's a white guy.
0: That's right, that's not him. But What's I him
1: think, think is? it is Charles somebody. No, Norman no. Reedus was in what? No, Charles S. Dutton. Dutton, thank you. Um, so anyway, uh, so you, you go from... You know, and, and I think the studios wanted to go back to just having one alien or, you know, very few aliens compared to aliens. Right. And, they they uh,
0: tried to bring the claustrophobic feel back.
1: Right. Um, I just think that this movie is... Uh, it's It's not... It's not really that enjoyable to watch. It's drab. Um, I think the performances are fine. It feels a little off, and that's maybe due to the studio interference and everything else. The CGI, again, is a little too early for it. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) Um,
0: The the, The one thing that bothers me is the Jesus pose at the end. When Ripley throws herself into the forge and and she looks like Jesus Christ, and then the the chest burster comes out that right. that was uh, ridiculous.
1: That was I, stupid, and that was a studio interference again because right. initially it was just going to be her jumping off without the without having an alien bursting out of her. Right. Um. I. I it's just. It's just kind of dry up to look at. It's just not very interesting to me, yeah. and especially. When you put it up against the first two, right? It's a major step down. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. Um, you know, it's great seeing Lance Henriksen back, uh, mm-hmm. but that again—is
0: this the one where he starts? No, no, he plays the android again. Okay, never mind. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, that that again. You're gonna have some continuity stuff going on, right? <laughs> on that and that and the. Wayland Utility Company and Prometheus and Covenant and AWP and all of that, but I find um, Alien Three okay. I would give it a five out of ten. No, I, that's probably, that's probably a little harsh. I, I'd give it a six out of ten. Um, I was going to say we
0: agree on something.
1: It, it's just it's just not something that I I go back and watch.
0: I, I do. I'm not going to lie because I like to watch the entire series. the 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 first four.
1: Okay, so let's get on to one of your favorites in the series, <laughs> Resurrection. Tell me what what you like about Resurrection.
0: Honestly, it's the visuals. I think it is a a beautifully sh- a beautifully filmed and visually stunning piece of art.
1: Okay, so you like the way it looks. What else?
0: That's ninety percent of it, right there.
1: That's ninety so
0: percent of my love for this movie. So you don't
1: like Sigourney Weaver's acting in it, or? Of
0: course, I do. I think, I think for being a sixty-year-old woman, I think for being a sixty-year-old woman at the time this movie came out, um, and and playing more of a badass because she. This movie plays a hybrid. She wasn't sixty. Yeah, I believe she
1: was. She wasn't sixty in and with, what? No way. Let's find out. Yeah, you look that up. I think that's some bullshit right there.
0: I'm sorry. You're right. She was 47. <laughs> <laughs> she was, yeah, she was close. No, um, you're you're right. I was I was wrong. But I I have to say, even at at 47, you don't see a whole lot of women launching an action movie career at that point. And I think she did an admirable job playing that character.
1: I know Linda Hamilton was older than that when she came back for that Terminator one.
0: Um, oh, for fuck's
1: sake. So. so... There are things to like about this movie. There, uh, there I, are. I agree. Some of the visuals, and um, especially um, what I alluded to earlier, um, the underwater alien scene. Yes, where they're swimming. Uh, which although doesn't make a lot of sense with the characters. and. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I never did understand why it was flooded down there.
1: Uh, or, or how they could hold their breath for like 10 minutes. But um, just them swimming underwater, that was a good use of CGI. Brad Burf is, again, wonderful in it.
0: Of course. Um, he is so creepy. But th- here's here's the part that I did not like until I read one of the books, one of the serializations. Um, the aliens are out for revenge in this movie. They, they've been held captive, they've been raised in captivity, and they are out to kill their captors. They're out for straight-up revenge in this movie. But they had never before introduced any concept of them having like a hive mind, except in some of the novelizations. So th- that didn't really make sense to me, that these animals would be out for revenge.
1: Yeah, that, well, sorry, that doesn't make any sense. That's anthropomorphizing um, creatures, which I don't agree with. Right. Um, I don't think there's a hive mind. I think it was but there's bad writing in there, because at one point an alien spits acid. Yep. So why did they have to kill one alien to get out? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Um and I, I love, will say I, I love sorry. Durf's performance, but yep. I always love Durf's performance. He plays
0: such a good creep. He really does. And he's not a bad guy in this film. He's just a creep. He he's creepy. And he's fantastic at it. I told you my Brad Dorf story, right? About when yeah. I went to when I met him at Spooky, Spooky Empire. So I I walked up there right and I didn't realize it at the time, but I was chatting with Alex Vincent because what? their tables were next to each other. Um, and I had no problem talking to him. And I get up to Brad Dorif and I can't speak. I can't say a single word. I did. He he tried too. He's like he's like, do you want me to sign a picture? And I just pointed. Um, and at one point he says, you know, she actually made that shot. They did a bunch of takes and on the last one. Oh, man, it's
1: here. That's well known.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying he tried so hard. He's such a nice guy, but I could not get my lips to move.
1: Yeah, he, he's super nice. I mean, he's right there I've seen Death Machine. I don't think I have. You should watch Death Machine. It's um, Durif at his manic best.
0: Before you, before you start bitching and, and kvetching about this movie, yeah. let me tell you another thing that I absolutely adore about this movie. Ron Perlman.
1: Um, he plays a great oaf. So so, so it's going to play into my uh, issue with this movie. Now, I, I think Perlman's a great actor, and I really like him. But that's not my issue. Okay. So you go from Alien. Right. So mm-hmm. Alien is a movie... Set, I'm playing out as if it's real life, right? Right. Alien 2 is the same, or Aliens, right? And right. Alien 3 is the same, but even Kinda. great. Yeah. This one is a fucking cartoon.
0: So, so what is it? Is it the fact that they make the humans the villains that you don't like? What is it?
1: No, it's a fucking cartoon, dude. Just watch it. It's a cartoon, it's a comic book. It's not like it's a movie. It's and I'm fucking talking, beautiful, I, I love it. I'm not talking, no, I'm talking about the characters and what goes on in it. I'm sorry, but whenever you get a guy who's got a gun, like, behind his head or whatever, and he ricochets it off two things and it kills somebody, I'm like, it's that's comic book bullshit. That, that would never happen in Aliens 1 to 3.
0: No, but I think that was the point.
1: Right, and, and that's fine, and if people like a, like this silly comic bookish, ish uh, over over-the-top, weird characters-not-based-in-reality version of Aliens, that's great for them. To me, it, it, it's just so out of place, and it just, just basically dismantles the, the previous three films.
0: I disagree. And that's fine. I, I I think I think it's because I I went in understanding that it was going to be a departure from the films. I didn't expect it to be
1: um, the, sa- the n- same the n- same kind of movie. N- name another franchise where you have the first few movies and they're based in like real life that you've liked. And Never on then- Elm Street. No, 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 no. No, no, yes. That- yes.
0: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: No. 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 That was yes, all. Yes. 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 No, no. 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 No.
0: No. As of the third movie, Bullshit. they started taking it into a cartoony realm. Bullshit.
1: Bullshit. That was always on the wacky side of things. No. No. Yeah. The so, first. So, the first
0: one was grounded in reality.
1: So let's let's take for example Silence of the Lions, right? Right. So you got Silence of the Lions, and then you got uh, what Hannibal, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And then you get one where you've got weird comic book things going on, comic book characters. You'd be like, one of these isn't like the same. And you might have, I don't know, Hannibal Lecter freaking uh, doing jump rope or something and uh, winking at the audience. And you're like, well, that's not, that doesn't really fit with the rest of the movies that I like.
0: See, I, and I, I don't know. Maybe I expected the departure from the film.
1: I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong in liking that. I that is my major issue with this movie. Yeah, and,
0: and that's fair because it does. It it is a huge departure from the 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 original two, and and, and, and even the third one for in, for that in, matter. In
1: fact, if you look at all the Alien aliens movies, it's the only one like that. Yeah. There, there's, no but, other one that's like a comic book.
0: But my love for the Alien films stops here. This is the last Alien movie that I enjoyed.
1: Well, let's let's move on, so we're so we're not belaboring the point. Uh, you say it's a seven out of ten. For me, it's a four out of ten.
0: Well, you're you're entitled to be wrong.
1: Um. So. Now we can move on to. Um, I guess we'll talk about Alien versus Predator.
0: I've never seen a, a single one. What? I've never watched one. I started. I started. I got about thirty minutes into the first one and just shut it off and never watched another.
1: Um. Okay. I guess we won't talk about <laughs> Predator.
0: I'm sorry. They they were straight garbage. There oh, was nothing redeeming watching?
1: about them. No, 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 shut your whore mouth. You can't say that. <laughs> Look. Well, no, it's, it's well, fucking garbage. Well, no, no. It's
0: fucking garbage. They're not in the same universe. They never
1: were. Zip it. You cannot say they're straight garbage if you haven't watched them. Yes, I can. Well. Those, those two creatures
0: never existed in the same universe. Never no. yeah, did. No. Uh,
1: yeah, they did. No. Yeah, they did. Nope. Have you, have you never, never watched Have you never watched uh, Predator 2? Yes. Okay, there's an alien skull in there. It dude. was stupid. Yeah, okay, well, you can say it's stupid, but you can't say that they never were in the same universe. Yes, I absolutely
0: can. I refuse to subscribe to that theory. Right. But that's just that, That's like that's like saying that that R2D2 and C3PO are on the fucking pyramids in
1: the mummy. But, Who gives a shit? Now that that's Raiders of the Lost Ark, dude. Whatever. But anyway, you, you can have your little hissy fit, right? But
2: <laughs>
1: multiple media aliens versus, in fact, long before the movies came out, there was Alien versus Predator stuff in comic books, etc., and novels. So you can say they they have never been, but these are fictional characters, and if the, if writers put them into the same universe, it's they garbage. Can, they can. So, automatically, if you mix two separate characters from different franchises, it's garbage.
0: Well, it didn't work for Freddy versus Jason. It doesn't work that for is, AVP.
1: That movie's great.
0: It's garbage.
2: Well,
1: that's your opinion.
0: Yes, yes, but, it is. But, but, but and just, I will, and sir, I will die up on this
1: hill. But, but just saying so, so, there is no writer you're, you're telling the, the audience. There's no writer capable enough. I'm not co- saying, I'm to, not to combine two different characters from separate universes together and do it well. I right? have yet to see one. That's all but, I'm but, saying. That, that's not my question.
0: My, my response is I've yet to see one. I've not that, said anybody is not capable that, That's
1: not my question. My question is. Do you think there's nobody talented enough to take two separate characters from separate universes and put them into one whether that's comic books movies books games whatever they can ne- no two can ever cross pollinate not
0: saying that i'm saying that i've yet to find well, one that see, i clearly, so
1: then you're but you're saying that you think the alien versus predator movies are garbage yes Because of that fact? Yes. But you're saying it's possible for them not to be garbage?
0: I'm sure it's possible,
1: but but not for me. But you've not watched them, so you don't know.
0: I didn't enjoy them, so no.
1: No, you haven't watched them.
0: I started one.
1: Right, but you haven't watched them, is my point.
0: No, I I turned it off. I was bored.
1: Right. But that's...
0: That's independently cool. i love i both i love both franchises
1: but that, together. that's different from what you're saying you're what? saying you started one and you got bored so you stopped watching it yes but your comment before is like they're trash they are but you haven't watched them i tried i gave it a shot no no you you started one right yes i gave it a shot so you didn't okay so, so because you didn't like part of one they're automatically trash. So if if they made 20 Alien vs. Predator movies, right? Mm -hmm. And and universally, they were... Half of them were were really liked by a lot of people because it was great writing, great acting, great directing, great story. You'd be like, no, I'm not watching that. It's trash.
0: Pretty much. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't watch many superhero movies either because I'm just not into superheroes. Yeah, but they don't do they don't do it for me.
1: You, but you just said you like aliens, right? Yeah. And you like Predator, right?
0: Yeah, separately. So,
1: so you're into those franchises, right? Separately. So, so they could never ever.
0: No.
1: Okay, it's automatically trash in Jim's eyes. Yes. Okay. It's a good thing you're not a teacher.
0: <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> yes, so, because I would I would be so racist against different alien
1: species. Well, uh, you heard it here You first. stay
0: on your side, you stay on your side.
1: You, you heard it here first. folks. Uh, so, okay, so we'll skip the Alien versus Predator movies, which, by the way, um, they're not that good. Oh, really? You or don't say... For the most part, Um, the the first one I think um, is PV thirteen, and it suffers from it, and it's kind of generic. Alien versus Predator Requiem at least is some balls about it. I mean, there's some real (laughs) some some real shit goes down in that movie, but it's it's very much like a uh, slasher, like a low budget. Slasher type feel to it, um but yeah. So we, we, we'll move on. So Ridley
0: Scott came back, he did, and I'm so pissed he did. And
1: he's like, I don't care about the script and I don't care about the actors, but I'm going to make a beautiful looking movie. So Prometheus, oh, Jim, oh tell God. me about Pr- Prometheus. What, what is that movie about? It's about garbage. That's what it's about. So it's about aliens versus predator.
0: Roughly. It's. So this is supposed to be the trilogy that ends at the beginning of the original. Okay. So this is setting up so that you understand the characters in the Wayland Utani corporation. You understand the. And honestly, they find the space jockeys and. One character becomes obsessed with figuring out where they went. That's what this movie's about.
1: No, no, no. That the, the movie's a lot dumber than that. But let's just say, uh, before we go into it, that initially they had planned to do a much straighter um, Alien prequel than this mixed-up garbage which they gave us, right? It was supposed to be really leading up to... Um, the events in alien and having a much more alien centric uh, right right but I, I guess scott and uh was it david Lindelof or whatever like they they decided to uh oh let's do something that's really not an alien prequel but we can get the funding for it and kind of say it's like an alien prequel yeah. because starting from this movie none nothing makes sense no, nothing. nothing from the start of this movie we have quote-unquote archaeologists right mm-hmm. who are <laughs> it, it, it's it's so stupid you want to ram your head against the wall uh, find cave paintings and they're like oh it's like all these cave paintings from all over the world um and it's drawings of these beings who are pointing at three like stars but the, the the only place in the in in the non-universe that these three stars are in this configuration are this planet right mm-hmm. and, I, I'm sorry let's not forget the, the opening scene of one of these aliens drinking the black goo
0: oh right right And,
1: and starting the human race right. which which isn't possible mm-hmm because we evolved along with all the other animals, we the went...
0: engineers. That's what they call them. The engineers.
1: Yes. So, so, so then it begins this, and, and I can see like Lindelof, whoever fucking wrote this sitting there with their beard. Right. And, and they're scratching their chin. They're like, let's make this about religion and where humans came from.
0: Hmm. That would
1: be Interesting. No, it's not. No, it's not. And and these these fuckers that go into space are seriously the dumbest motherfuckers. They they them. are. Like like don't don't call them scientists. Don't call them whatever. Um, we can talk about um Mike Mike uh Fassbender.
0: I love so. Generally, I like Michael Fassbender. He is gr- he's a great performer.
1: He is great in this.
0: He is genuinely great There's nothing redeeming about this film. Nothing.
1: No, no, no I disagree. The visuals are great. Fastback was no. great.
0: I, I will say and, the only thing I the only thing I did I did kind of enjoy was Charlize Theron character's death.
1: Oh, that the, was fun. No, not running sideways. Yes. Right. Right. Um, but also, Naomi Rapace. She's she's very good in it. In a you know thankless role. Um, but this, this is like, if you try and put together the mythology of, let's just take alien one and aliens and apply it to Prometheus, it makes no sense.
0: No, there's, there's zero, um, zero connection.
1: So, so number one, right? Um, Ash, they're all shocked. Oh my God. Ash is an android. Right. Well, androids have been in this universe for many, 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 many years before Alien. Right. So why would they be, like, so shocked? Right. Um, the, the beginnings of alien, of the Alien doesn't make any sense. Uh, whenever they go through um, or go into the ship, they have, like, drawings in the wall of an actual alien. Right. But that's before the aliens began, because the aliens began from what happened in Prometheus and Covenant. Because David is the one that
0: created so,
1: the aliens.
0: My my big problem with both of these films lies in the storyline. They took what was a perfect organism, it was vicious, it was protective, and it was out to survive. And it had all the right defenses for it and turned it into some robots science project because he had
1: daddy issues. So, so again, it, it's this sitting there with, you know, stroking the beard. Hmm. Let's talk about how things are created. Right. And it's like, how are humans created? Oh, there must have been a creator. Right. It's this weird religious stuff. And then we have David, hmm, I'm a creation, but I want to create life, and I want to do this. It's, it's like, save that for a different movie. If you want to have yeah. that discussion, go ahead. It might be interesting. But um, don't, don't put it in this alien prequel.
0: It's garbage. <laughs> it, it turns It turns the entire universe that is aliens into garbage, is what it does. That's why I hate these movies.
1: They, it wouldn't be so bad, but they have the dumbest fucking characters. Yeah, the dumbest characters. They have characters who are supposedly scientists, and they're like, "I would never go near." You know, I want to get away from all this sort of stuff. Uh, oh, oh, look, there's there's a cobra-like alien thing. It looks friendly. I'm gonna stick mm-hmm. my face in it. Right. It's got these engineers who are just—they—they uh, have got no clue what they're doing, right? Uh, apparently, they want to kill the Earth, but they seeded the Earth because there's different races who want to. Some want to kill everything, and some want to make life. With
0: it. I, I I can't even keep up on on who wants to do what now. In in this in this mythology it, it's
1: ridiculous and, and and then you've got the neomorphs and and the the different then you've got like you you don't have a um chest burster you have like a mini like like a full grown alien but a mini size one coming out right you you have a guy who says oh well they don't need to lead this thing because i have faith and they don't like people's faith and then didn't it come out of the back, though? Didn't it come out of your back this time
0: in, in Covenant?
1: Yeah. in one, um, Yes, in one of the scenes, which is, again, one of the dumbest scenes.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: like, like you could sit there and, like, I don't want to sit here and belabor every stupid thing in those two movies. Because it's not, you know, it's a, it's a waste of time. Um, yeah. But they are so stupidly written, so badly made... Um, as far as script and, you know, I don't blame the actors, um, but (laughs) it like, how do you like how to fuck up a series? Like even more after resurrection, which was a great movie, which was the the low point. disagree. Um, I'm, I'm making it even worse. You know how, you 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 create characters which are so stupid. You create themes that are unnecessary. You um, make the mythology reverse, <laughs> yeah. like you know it's you you have again you have carvings in a wall of, of actual aliens, as in the aliens, but right, but how you, the aliens were created. So like it's just. It, it's like a little make- service. It, and it, 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 it's garbage. So what is your rating for Prometheus? Two. And Covenant? One. I would give them both threes. Well, you're more generous than I am. Um, just because um, I like the visuals. Um, and some of the acting's not bad. I like Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. In both, uh, I, I, you know, you talk about covenant, and it's like, oh, you make you make two Michael's that look the same. I wonder what's going to happen at the end. Oh, it's the bad, the bad Michael one. It's the bad David. and you know, f- fuck yeah. off. this, like David. I'm surprised you didn't call him Adam with this just yeah. nonsense. Uh, I agree. So yeah, so the beautiful to look at beautiful to look at.
0: The the other thing that bothered me was when they did introduce the Neomorphs in Covenant instead of having that claustrophobic feel like the rest of the series did they've now brought them into a large pack so it's not like you're running from Velociraptors.
1: (laughs) And the thing is the thing is, right? So Covenant is supposed to be the prequel to Alien. Right. So how does that make any fucking sense?
0: Well, I thought there were supposed to be one more movie that they didn't get to make because Covenant was so bad. Uh, because I thought it was supposed to be a trilogy.
1: But, okay, say, that, say they made one more movie. That does not equal Alien. No. In any shape or form. No. So, yeah. So that was our... <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's our diatribe on the
1: Alien... Saga. Uh, do you have anything else to say? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of comic books and everything else, and audiobooks and stuff. I, I mean, I think there is a better, wider universe that's not movie related. Yeah, and um,
0: it it may translate better in in other media, especially at the crossover stuff. I have just zero interest in watching it in a movie. Well, I think
1: just you know, it, it's it's all again, it's all about the writing. I mean, yeah, if the, if the writing is shit at the start. Um, no no mind the pretty visuals can cover up that shit it's right. like it's like putting a flower in a dog turd yep that's a good analogy yep it is well done mark thank you
0: yeah well done mark <laughs>
1: um okay um so we could probably move on to what we've watched
0: i i honestly i have an audiobook that i've listened to called the the uh, Prof. Croft uh, Series.
1: I, uh, I want to talk to you about something which I know you have watched.
0: Well, let, let me get let me get through most of what I've watched. Um, I I did. You want to talk about The Last of Us? Mm-hmm. So let let's go. Let's go, sir.
1: Okay. So uh, you've watched all the episodes so far, right? I have. Um, you've not played the game, or did
0: you? I played part of it. I've not been through the entire game yet.
1: Not through the first one, right? Right. okay, so so
0: let me let me ask you this first because yeah. this may this may inform my opinion some more because you've played the whole game, right? I've played both the games. So the characters that were prevalent in this latest episode are they in the game?
1: Um, so like the the woman
0: No like the gay couple.
1: Oh yes. But, okay.
0: but so, but, so that, but, may, but, that makes the difference, because honestly, go ahead, sorry, go ahead.
1: But, but they are not, you only see, uh, I think, so it's been a long time since I played the first one, you only see one of them, and it's a lot darker, because the other one has hung himself, and left the suicide note for the other guy, and mm-hmm. said, I'd rather be fucking dead than with you.
0: Okay. So, you obviously want my opinion on this episode, right?
1: But, hang on. So, also talking, like, just in general about how they've treated, like, LB... um, LB Mm -hmm. LBDQ, right, people? Um, So, in the second um, game, Ellie has a wife-girlfriend. Right. But it's not like... It's just portrayed, like, they're normal people, right? Right. So it doesn't overblow or you know make fun or or anything. So
0: it's, I, just, it's just it's a I, side I, story that's just there.
1: Yeah, it's just like as if she had a boyfriend, right? Right. So and I and I think both games have that balance of it's not making it like a big point. I think right. that's the thing, right. It's not like oh hey look hey. She's gay, and they're gay. Oh, so let's make this a big thing. It's just like normal life. Hey, this is my girlfriend, and, and this is what we're doing. And it's very normal, quote-unquote, right? So right.
0: it's exactly the opposite of what this third episode did, right? Because that's the only point of this episode.
1: Well,
0: I don't understand. Like, what was it beautiful? Was it a nice story? Yes, it, it was all of those things. Well, hang, hang,
1: hang on, I don't... I. I'm not just asking you about the third episode. I'm just interested in your thoughts overall, including the third episode.
0: Okay. So in general, I really like the show. I'm enjoying it. I think the performances are great. I think visually from what I've played for the game, they've done a great job Mm -hmm. in recreating some of the iconic shots that I remember from playing the game. What? What I don't understand is the prominence of this couple in the third episode. I don't understand why it was so important to show the entire arc of this story rather than only what impacts the two main characters that we are currently invested in.
1: And I honestly agree and a little bit disagree, but I mostly agree. Right. So I think it was... An unexpected episode, mm-hmm. like right. I didn't expect it to be like that, right? No, um, I thought it was with the actors. I, I guess it's Ron Swanson or something, and some other Nick guys. Offerman. Yep, I don't. Know. I, I've never watched that show. Um, and I thought it was played extremely well. Oh, I agree. I,
0: Actually, I think the performances were phenomenal,
1: and I thought it was extremely touching. Yep. Um, and in a way, so so there's like multiple things in my head, right? Um, number one, I'm like, this is just filler. Yeah. This is filler. This, this has got nothing to do with the rest of the, uh, of the show. This, these are two characters who have their own deal. It doesn't really matter.
0: Right. Because I mean, in the end, when their story arc is over, it's a, oh, they're dead. Don't go in there. Let's just go raid their shit.
1: But, well, it's not their shit. They left it for them.
0: No, but I'm just saying that, that, that was... Right, right, that, right. That was the ultimate right. thing. It could have been a five-minute sequence, and they dragged it out to the entire episode.
1: And, and if it was a woman and a man, and it was the same episode, it might have been less interesting. But because it's not something which is typical in this sort of genre... I guess. Agree, yeah. I, I thought it was a little bit more interesting and I, I I think and I don't know about the rest of the episode or whatever the next season I think sometimes they're trying to move away from it's not the Walking Dead. Okay, right? And I mean, yeah. I, I, I think they're trying to say, well, here here's a little glimpse of a couple of people being happy in the middle of this, but right. I, I think they should have made that episode 45 minutes rather than an hour or 15 or whatever it was. Right. Um, like, but, you know, and and, and here's a sad thing, you know, it, it got kind of, people say it's review-bombed, right? People are like, oh, it's homo-, you know, people are homophobic and stuff. And it's like, I think that's too easy an answer, right? I, I think some people like I can see it. Some people will probably just like. I thought it was great, but it added nothing to the series, and it was a, right. bit of a waste of time.
0: And I'm not going to say it was a waste of time because I honestly wish that they would they would have taken those characters and even possibly set them in the same world, but move them out of this series because this series really revolves around um, Ellie and what's what's his name what's his name
1: um, Joe.
0: Right. It, it revolves around them.
1: Pedro Pascal.
0: <laughs> yeah. It revolves around those two characters. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, everybody else is canon. Everybody else it serves nothing but motivation for them in Cameron one form Walter. or another. Yeah. So these two side characters, while, yes, it was a beautiful episode, it was brilliantly acted, it was well written, and it was really heartwarming to see. It really did not serve this story anything. It it did not it did not advance
1: it at all. I, I almost feel it was done on like I'm not going to say on purpose to annoy people, but like if people like the games and and we can talk about the game, we can talk about part two where people got so upset about a video game like right. part two. They people were like fucking insanely pissed about it. Um, and it's not about Ellie having a girlfriend. It was other aspects of it. And it's like, it's a video game. Right. And, and it's like, like you don't need to be so angry about things. Um, <laughs> like You cannot like something, and that's fine, but people had like, vitriol all about it. And, right. I, I think that's an aspect of video games, too, because you know, you play through as a character for an entire game and maybe you play through it multiple times and you All connect right. to it because it's a narrative story. All and, right, and then something happens in the next game and you are you're like, Oh that's really good. <laughs> but at the same time it's a video game, like like there's no need for it. <laughs> right, so, I agree. So it's it's like I'm not even, I'm not really sure what the motivation for making that, but I'm glad they did, even though I think it didn't add anything to it, just because I'm not going to watch that. I'll, I'll, you know, I don't, I don't generally rewatch a TV series anyway. Right. And at the end of it, I was like, it eh, didn't really do much. But yeah. during it, like while I was watching it, I'm like, this is kind of, this is kind of, this is nice. You know.
0: It is nice. It is a nice little departure. I mean, it was it was nice. I, I did appreciate the way that they treated the characters because they went through all of the same things you see any other couple go through. Right. You know, they 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 were there for each other. They fought for each other. They helped each other. They fought with each other. Um. They had doubts. They had. You know, it was it was beautiful, but was it necessary?
1: Probably and, not. And I will say this: if if that was like a uh, male and female I don't think I would have liked it as much
0: oh I I, agree I don't think it would have been nearly as touching
1: I I think because it's different a little different and and unexpected To yeah I
0: agree because you even almost come so I'm going to be perfectly honest here and I hope I don't offend anybody but even if it was two girls you almost would expect that in this type of a setting you rarely, rarely do you see two guys pairing off like that. Well, especially older
1: guys too. Right,
0: like right.
1: Well, I, I, I'm excited to see like <laughs> if they if they follow the storyline of part two, mm-hmm. um, in the TV series. I'm I'm very interested in seeing so, the reaction.
0: Let me ask you, yes. what do you think about the casting for Bella Ramsey? Of Bella Ramsey. How do you think she's doing at, at playing Ellie?
1: Oh, uh, I think I, I think she's got the perfect sass for it. Yeah. Um
0: obviously the, the I mean she had that the, girl that little girl had sass in Game of Thrones.
1: Right, the original character was supposed to be um, Elliot Page, right? Right. Um but I guess uh, he couldn't or she at the time couldn't um, or didn't want to do it, but they really modeled that character, like the the way she looks after Elliot Page. And, you know, Bella Ramsey does not look like her.
0: Right. But
1: I think that she brings enough, she almost, (laughs) and it's not her, it's almost the writing. She's almost like a little psycho in it. Yeah. (laughs) She's a, little, she's a little like, I don't know if this person is right in the head. She could be a shit right. killer. yeah, because you, I mean, the, the glee
0: she got when she found the gun and stuck it in her bag was it was almost maniacal.
1: It's, it's, it's something. It, it's whenever she found that infected guy under the rubble.
0: Oh, gun. yes, yeah, when she cut him. Oh, my god, and then
1: she's like, oh, I'm gonna kill him now. I, 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 I think. So the opening episode, right? I mm-hmm. had a lot from the from the original game. It did. Um, I think it, I I still feel it needs to get going.
0: It needs to get going. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm not saying it's slow, but I'm I I just feel that it needs to speed up a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
1: Um, I, I really like. Oh, oh, by the way, um, and I think this would have been like. I, I love uh, Pedro Pascal.
0: Of course, who doesn't?
1: But, but I guess um, the guy from The Boys played Soldier Boy.
0: Oh, Jensen Ackles.
1: Apparently, he wanted to be Joel. He's too young. No, he could have totally done it. I don't know. I. I, I would li- I I would have liked to see him as Joel. See, I'm gonna. I, that's and this is that's, that's no disrespect to Pedro because he's.
0: I think he's doing a phenomenal job awesome. personally, but I, with with Jensen Echols, unfortunately, it's going to take a lot for him to break out of that whole Sam and Dean Winchester.
1: I, I've never seen it, so I I I've got no connection to that.
0: Yeah, but I've I've always seen him in the boy. Um, even, even awesome. in my bloody valentine in the remake of my bloody valentine or yeah my bloody oh, valentine okay. not okay.
1: that's where i've seen him before but yeah I mean, just like in my head it's just him and the boy is a soldier boy
0: yeah and right.
1: he's got that look and he's got that intensity that
0: he could Yep,
1: i, I would have liked to have seen that too but um <laughs> so i think i think we're going to get going with that um have you ever seen a movie called The Girl with All the Gifts?
0: I have not. I'm going to be honest. I've passed it several times, but I've never watched it.
1: So the funny thing is this is it's very like um, The Last of Us. Okay. And this movie came out, I think, in 2016. So it was after, like, The Game came out. And I guess uh-huh. the author got a lot of shit. Like, uh, (laughs) you're just stealing all the ideas from this game. Um, Let me bring up um, the synopsis. See if this sounds familiar. Okay. In a way. Obviously, it's a little different, but... Uh, Uh, Where is the synopsis? Synopsis, synopsis, synopsis. Storyline. Story okay. So, in the dystopian near future, humanity has been ravaged by a mysterious fungal disease. The afflicted are robbed of all free will and turn into flesh-eating hungries. Humankind's only hope is a small group of hybrid children who crave human flesh but retain the ability to think and feel. Um, the children go to school in the army base, blah, 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 blah. Um, but there's a particularly exceptional girl named Melanie. Um, and they have to save her to see if they can save everyone else. Okay. Uh Clint closes in it. It's actually a pretty good movie. It gets a little weird around the end, but whenever, cause I, I, I watched it after I played the last of us and I'm like, Ooh, this is very like The Last of Us because you know the infected are all fungal infected.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it sounds a little familiar.
1: Yeah. So last of us, um I really, really, really think you should play the second one. Okay. It is I I think I've talked about it before, it's my favorite narrative, emotional game that I played, and I, okay. hated, yeah. I I hated it at times, but that made me love it more. Okay. Okay. So, Last of Us, um, you're enjoying it. You'll keep watching it, All right?
0: Yeah, of course. I I really I, I have, I'm hard pressed to find anything I don't really like about the about the show.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I mean, it's good. It, uh, I, I, you know, with, with the new character, the, the woman, um, I hope it just doesn't fall into the Walking Dead syndrome, which is hard to avoid when you're talking about like a post-apocalyptic, basically zombie show. Yeah.
0: And that that's the thing. It does have, it does have that. Yeah. It, it could easily fall that way. Right.
1: Anyway. So, what uh, I have a number of things to talk about. Uh, okay. So, why do you do
0: it? Because about? I really don't. Um, I have one audiobook that I'm listening to called the Prof. Croft series. It's um, Urban um, Fantasy. Five, yep. Urban Fantasy. This is books five through eight. And again, it's just lighthearted or lighter fare. It's, well,
1: you know. So so you read a lot of those what I do of, lately? What sort of movies are would you consider urban fantasies? Something like
0: The Dark Tower?
1: Never seen it. Just heard of a so, shit.
0: And so the the problem with the movie The Dark Tower is that they crammed
1: yeah, they tried to cram three there.
0: books or four books into one mo- one 2-hour movie and you can't do that. It just becomes a, a giant muddled mess. Um okay. so something like WandaVision? Harry Potter, not so much because that takes place in a wizarding world. This would have to be rooted at least in reality, right? But so if if but, he had if he had stayed in London, yes, yeah. But so more like so like the Fantastic Beasts, the the first movie, I, Fantastic Beasts, not, where to find them? I was going to so, say, don't we go back to the normal world at some. Point? He does, but he not a whole lot of the action takes place there.
1: Um, this, and there's that, there's that new uh, Hogwarts game too,
0: right? So it it would be that kind of movie um i'm trying to think um oh um the nick cage movie that he did the disney movie the sorcerer's apprentice I don't see so that takes place in i believe in new york so that would be something like an urban fantasy mm. okay um other than that that that's i've been binging cheers and frasier
1: I'm listening. Is <laughs> this because I've been psychoanalyzing you? Yeah?
0: No, honestly, it it started with Cheers. I I've been binging that off and on for about 3 months
2: now.
1: I I'm not a big sitcom guy, but I love Frasier.
0: Yeah, and I'm um, I'm enjoying it because it it just it's nostalgia for me. It, it takes me back. I loved it when it was originally on the air.
1: Yeah i think it's fantastic even though kelsey Grammar is apparently a bit of an ass in real life but whatever
0: so i hear but that's it that that's all i have okay so starting
1: (laughs) from the top i watched the 2022 movie the Lair. i don't Um, think i know that one um you might know the director neil marshall i do know the name so Neil Marshall directed Dog Soldiers. Yep. Uh, the Descent. Oh yes, of course. Centurion, Doomsday, um, all of, all of which I think were really good to fantastic. He okay. also did the most recent Hellboy remake. Okay. Uh, with the guy from Stranger Things, David Harbour. I which yeah. which was pretty shit. uh
0: you know i'm not i'm not mad at it i do i think it was great no not so much
1: uh so much of it didn't land for me yeah um and again it's neil marshall i'm like wow for, of the four movies that i've seen i really lo- like pretty much like At least 7 out of ten, eight out of 10 for all of them. And Dog Soldiers is probably my second favorite werewolf movie.
0: I I loved, I I, I did not see Dog Soldiers until last year, and I love it. I think it's a great film.
1: Yeah, fantastic. So, So I have my expectations very high. Even after watching Hellboy, and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's a studio movie, so maybe the studio fucked it up or something. So, what's uh, the lair on okay. Shutter, and this is about a um, air force uh, pilot, and she is get, she is shot down in Afghanistan. It's a UK air force. Um, okay. She is. Uh, trying to get away from the Taliban. Okay. I think it's the Taliban. And she finds this uh, bunker, this like Russian bunker. She goes down there and um, then there's these like, kind of like the winter soldier. Right. These, but they're like creatures and they're let loose. And this movie is barely sci-fi level of oh. terrible acting, terrible writing, um, B-movie, guys in rubber suits, uh, bullshit.
0: Okay, so you liked it. <laughs> Um I would seven was, out of ten for you?
1: <laughs> no, I, I rate things as they should be, Jim. Not 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 near weird scale. Oh, okay. um,
0: so, uh, so nine out of ten then.
1: <laughs> no, I, I if it's a bad movie I'll call it out. If it's a good movie I will uh, pump it up. Okay, so like give me a rating. If it's a good movie, it's, got, it's, a good movie it's five if it's a bad <laughs> movie it's two. No, no, uh, no, I actually give normal uh, ratings for like that. A normal okay. human being.
0: So, out of ten werewolves, what would you give this this
1: movie? Um, I gave this a one and a half out of five.
0: That's pr- no, no. Out of ten,
1: I said ten, sir. I, right, So, but I'm looking at the app that I use. So you can say, um, "You're going to have
0: to adjust <laughs> for inflation." Yeah,
1: then ten, if you want to like put math to it. this okay. this. I mean, the direction wasn't bad. Uh, the effects were terrible. The character motivations were terrible. Um, everything was basically really bad, uh, and it's such a shame that what a great director has become, unfortunately. But you know, still making a pay paycheck. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to skip around one of them um, and talk about some other ones because I want to get back around to this one to have <laughs> a bit more of a, uh, a chat about it. Um, I watched uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, and what did you think? Um, so there's a big Chadwick Bozeman hole in this, right? Which yes. Which was obviously going to happen. Yeah. Um, now, when we talk about the first Black Panther, I thought it was mid-tier Marvel. I thought it was a seven out of ten. It was perfectly fine.
0: Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Seven out of ten is mid-tier?
1: Yeah. Mid-tier Marvel. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I think Marvel is, well, whenever we're talking about like uh the last number of years, like the end of phase three, start of phase four. I think they've been genu- generally, um, pretty good. I mean, there's none of them I'm like, oh, this is utter shit. Okay, uh, the Eternals, maybe, but I mean, they're. I'm not going to say they're cookie cutter because they do have different directors and different things. Thor: Love and Thunder that wasn't very good. Okay, so maybe I take that down a little bit. But <laughs> but I think general, like you know, I I put myself back in the mid '80s, right? Reading comics and looking at the comic book movies of those times, right? Right. I think we're spoiled, utterly spoiled. And if something's not like Avengers Endgame or Infinity War or, you know, like the new Batman or something that that really knock it out of the park, you think, oh, well, everything else is shit. No, it's not. They're still really good. There's a lot of them, yeah. But they're still really good. If you say so.
0: I, I, I'm not much of a um, but superhero you- fan. Right,
1: if you're not a comic book fan, that's, fine. that's fair enough, and right. it's not for you, but if you're a comic book fan, we'd be totally spoiled for great movies since, kind of like, X-Men? And,
0: and some it's, of them are
1: okay. a you know, number of duds, but, I mean, generally, it's been... It's okay. Like, you wouldn't have believed it uh, as a kid growing up loving comic books. Right. So I look at I look um, through that lens at it. Uh, so um, Wakanda Forever, um, I found this um, a, a bit better than the first one. Um, I thought the the effects were good. I thought the quote unquote bad guys' uh, motivations were weak. I thought it was overly long. Um, but the performances were really good. Okay. Um, so it's on Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got a couple hours or an hour, or it's, in fact, it's too long. It's two and a half hours. It should have be been two hours. And you want to put something on which is good. If you like comic book movies, um, it's fine. That's <laughs> okay. probably the, you know you can you can see the review. Online, Mark says it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, me and the uh, the ball and chain, um, the wife I'm telling her you said that. Went out to the movies, mm. uh, to watch Brandon Cronenberg's, uh, Infinity Call. Yeah. yeah, and. Well, hang on, hang on. That was a very dismissive sigh. Have you seen it? I have not. So why are you sighing and like and? I, I honestly,
0: I feel like from the trailers that I've seen and the feedback I've gotten from others that have seen it, it feels like this is going to be a high concept, artsy type film, and those don't always resonate well with me.
1: It, um, it, it, it's, it's not so artsy. There's certain. So, uh, here's the way I would put it, and I don't know if you'll understand, <laughs> but maybe somebody in our audience will. I felt it was like a, f- a feature-length Black Mirror episode filmed by Ken Russell.
0: Well, I, do, I did like Black Mirror.
1: Right, but you don't know who Ken Russell is, right? I don't. Okay. Um, people out there will. So, uh, this is arty, but it's not like arty that is so out there that it's not understandable. There's okay. still a lot there, and there's still people doing things. Um, I liked it well enough. I okay. I, again, I thought it was like 7 out of 10. I thought the concept was interesting. Um, I'm not, Do you know what the concept is?
0: No, I really, I really have gotten zero because I'm not going to lie. To be honest, I'm not a Mia Goth fan.
1: I'm, like one one person would not put me off a movie. Uh,
0: no, I'm just saying that. So there's not anything that I've seen in either the trailers or in the casting other than Alexander Skarsgård because he's usually generally very good in everything I've seen him in. There's not much of a draw to this movie for me.
1: Well, I mean, the draw is the story, right? And and the visuals and the experience It's not just who's in it. Maybe not for you. So, so hang on. So, if there was a great concept and a great director, but you didn't like any of the actors, you wouldn't watch it?
0: The, yeah, pretty much.
1: <sighs> like, how, how much do you pay Ray? <laughs>
0: Listen, I do have to give Ray props. He actually cooked dinner tonight.
1: Well, good what, did you rate it like 2 out of 10? Uh,
0: I did not rate it. I, I did just said, not like
1: the ingredients.
0: I just said thank you, and I ate it like a good boy.
1: <laughs> thank you, and then you're like scraping the plate off the dogs.
0: Yeah. No, no, they were. it was just hamburgers. It was good.
1: Um, anyway, so, the, I mean, the basic concept is uh, Skarsgård and his girlfriend are at a resort. Uh, they kind of get co-opted by Mia Goth and her husband to kind of go off the resort. And something happens where they get in trouble and um, Skarsgård is basically um, in jail are put into the uh, uh the local jail with the uh I don't remember his name. He's a good actor though. Um there's like an investigator guy and he's like, uh, okay, well um basically what's going to happen here is you can get executed um because we're this like weird it's kind of like South American with what they're doing um you can be executed or you can pay us like a lot of money and we can make a double of you and he'll be executed in your place and you'll be free to go
2: okay.
1: uh, <laughs> uh, So that's kind of the high concept thing and it's me and goth and her husband and they're kind of nefarious about certain things. And it's all about, hey, if you're rich, you can get away with anything.
0: So sort of like society.
1: Right. It, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of that in it. Uh, but it's a lot about if you can get away with anything, what's stopping you being a terrible person? That's true um although I don't think the concept was fully explored um and there's certain strange parts about it I mean there's a probably a 10 minute weird trippy orgy part and like okay, you're just trying to be shocking uh um, right. but I thought it could have been more violent I you know I heard it was very trans uh, like I haven't seen. Uh, possessor or any of the other of Cronenberg Kren- stuff. Right. Um, but I, I if you want to see something a little different, um if you don't like Mia Goth, I think I've only ever seen her in she was in Nymphomaniac and she was in Suspiria, the remake. I don't and think then I,
0: she was she was in an X, and she's got yeah, a scene seen coming I out.
1: Seen, I haven't seen X or Pearl, um, so I, I think those are the only two things that I've seen her in. But even my wife was like, "Oh yeah, she, she was getting a bit screechy." <laughs> yeah, and she <laughs> I, was. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I kind of get that, um, but overall, I, I, if it comes on to streaming, I give it a go. Yeah, I'm, and I probably will. I think there's worse things to watch. At least it's uh, interesting. It's not too, it's not too arty-farty that it's like, eh. I'm, I'm, and I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. So the other thing, another thing I watched was on Shutter. Sorry about the demon. What is that one
0: about? Because that sounds like it could be funny.
1: This is a horror comedy or comedy horror. I should say um, about this guy who's a, a bit of a loser. I, I'll put that in quotes because I don't like these movies where they have like this really hot girlfriend. Right. But he's a loser. Okay. And, like it just, it just seems weird to me. Just give them then not such a hot girl um, who's kind of tricked into moving into this house where uh, the previous occupants, um, their little girl was possessed, and there's a demon living there who wants to ha- who has to make a sacrifice. So they trick him into going there, thinking because he's such a loser, the demon will just take him as a sacrifice, and they can move back in. Okay. Um, in this movie it took me a few goes to get through, which is weird because it's not bad. Right. But it's just not f- that funny. And it's uh, and it's just not that horrific. It's, okay. It's, it's just so, like I say, kind of bland. But it's well-directed and it's pretty well-acted and it's okay written. So I, I don't know why it, it, it took me a few goes to get through. I think it was just it was just bland. And like I wish you'd taken a little bit more chances, um, either okay. with comedy or with the horror. But it, it was just very it was it, it was almost like a a kind of boring sitcom. Okay. Um, not to put people off because you know I, I think this is. Somebody's probably first movie and it was competent. It just wasn't anything particularly engaging.
0: Right. So it, in pieces, it's okay. The writing, the acting, blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't gel for some reason.
1: Right. It, it just doesn't come together as something which is, Oh yeah. I can't wait to finish that. It was like, I've started it and it's not bad. So I might as well finish it. Okay. It, it was totally unoffensive, but just kind of bland. Okay. Um, I've started watching Into the Darkness Part 3. Have you watched any of those documentaries? No, I have not. So, uh, Into the Darkness Part 1, um, I'm Part 2, I'm Part 3, um, are basically uh, talking heads and going into specific movies in the 80s okay um and they're all like three hours four hours or whatever long each okay the first one was decent but it just went over the movie like friday the 13th and Halloween we do when um uh, child's Play. i'm like It was interesting enough but i i already know everything about these movies because i've watched a million things about them already right right part two is much better because it 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 went into i wouldn't say totally obscure but not those like nightmare on Elm street or so it was much more interesting um i'm only a little way into part three but again it's going into more interesting like bloody birthday and uh, happy Birthday to Me, and da-da-da. Ones that are more... that aren't just the normal staples of the 80s stuff that you hear right. everything about all the time. So, yeah, I mean, if you're new to horror and you want to get into the 80s stuff, definitely watch Part 1. If okay. if, if you already know most of the stuff about 80s stuff, get into Part 2 and 3. Okay. Now, fucking okay. <laughs> finally bible so um i don't know if you've heard about this movie apparently you're you're on the tick ticker talker
0: are you going to talk about skinnamarink yeah i am okay talk about it i haven't seen it
1: so this, apparently this is um a genre called analog horror okay Hmm. Um, and I made it about 25 minutes in. And that was okay.
0: A- and what what was it that turned you off?
1: Uh, well well let, let me just talk about um, what I've heard as far okay. as people saying it's so scary, right? you know I I'm, not to be the old man. Raging at the cloud above, right? Oh, young people. Um, people are saying it's like, I don't know. What's, I, I don't really believe in this generation stuff. What is it? Gen Z now? Gen X, Gen Z, whatever. Like the new generation, right? Probably born in 2000 or something.
0: Um, I, I think that's Gen Z because we're Gen X.
1: Oh, I. Okay, I, I don't believe in that shit. But anyway, so it's supposed to be about um, imagine when you're a child and you're left alone at home. Ooh, and I don't
0: I, have to. I don't, I don't have to imagine.
1: Well, well, your your childhood is the stuff of nightmares.
2: <laughs>
1: Objectively, I, I, I don't mean for any generation. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is supposed to be like, hey, imagine if imagine remember when you were five and you got up at night and and, and, and you know your maybe your parents weren't there or, or, or something but this is like I, I like I want you to watch I want you to watch at least like 10 minutes of it okay like watch 10 minutes of it because I want to see what your opinion of this okay. it's it's like whenever they're talking about analog horror so you've got static on the screen right? So it's like the 80s. Like
0: right, the- so I, I I looked that up, and that's exactly what it is, where the graphics and, and the aesthetic are set back in the 80s. Right, which doesn't oh, make
1: yeah. any sense if it's supposed to be for this most recent generation, for a start, right? Right. Um, but then all it is is, like, static shots of the angles on, like, where the wall meets the ceiling, and then it's like a shot on the ground, like on the walls, and it just sits there. And then you'll get some off-screen kid saying, "Oh, how are you?" Are you and then it'll be another static shot of another wall, okay. and then it'll be a static shot of the corner of a wall. And I'll be like, hmm. and then I'll be in. I'm like, like I got through. Like I don't. I, I guess for you know, if you have insomnia, it, it might be good. Or if you enjoy watching paint drying. But this, I I don't know. It's supposed to be like existential horror as like a kid. I'm like I. I don't remember being a kid and just staring at the corner of a ceiling, no, and being terrified of it, no. And you know, I hear people that well, you know, you put your imagination into it. Well, that's fine. I can just look at my own wall and use my imagination. I don't sit here and watch some sort of shitty static. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like, and I thought paranormal activity was boring. This, like, God, you know, God love these people who love it. Absolutely. I, you know, great. Enjoy yourself. And this is like 110 minutes long or something, or 100 minutes long. Yeah,
0: I couldn't do that. But I'll, I'll check it out. I'll see if I can make it through any more than you did. Yeah, watch, watch
1: 20 minutes. Of, watch it with Ray. Oh, God, no. No, 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 Please. I, I would like to hear both of your opinions.
0: You know he's not going to come on here and tell you his opinion.
1: No, no, no. You can just tell me offline. Okay. And and just tell me what both of you think of it because I put it on for my wife and I'm like, this is, she, she's like, this is kind of interesting. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Well, well of course, because it's just Walls, right? It's walls and like weird ASMR kids talking off screen. I hate that stuff. Where's Jenny? And then it's like, like, I, <laughs> you know, in, in a way, kudos to the the director because I could have made that movie on two dollars and my phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's all my complaining over. So I didn't have that great of uh, a week with movie watching, but. Yeah, me yeah, either. It was a couple of good things, a couple of shitty things, and then a Rink which can just fuck right off.
0: So I did invite the organizers of the Phantasm Convention in Orlando on. I haven't heard back from them yet, so stay phantasm? tuned. To find... mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: one like... of the newer cons that happens in in uh, in Orlando.
1: Is it based around phantasm? No. Oh. No, it's it's fan F A N. Oh. Yeah, and um, we were supposed to have Mike on from Stroker versus Punter, but he's in New Zealand, and it's hard to. Uh, figure out the different time zones because they're like 18 hours ahead of us. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next week. Uh, hopefully, I, and Jim will have uh, listened to their 10 plus years of podcasts. In,
0: uh, oh, all 10 years in three days. Oh yeah, yeah, it's doable. Much. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have anything else, Mark.
1: Do you? So hang on. So I not to say a little bit more about the. Uh, phantasm you said oh, it's- so
0: it's a, it's a, one of the smaller conventions this is their fourth year i think mm-hmm. and ray's been one year we've both been to it one year and ray went to it by himself another year um and it it's it's growing so i'm i'm interested to see what it's going to be like this year
1: is it horror or is it like genre yeah it's
0: it it is horror um Hold on a second. Like, I know Felisa Rose is supposed to be there this year from Sleepaway Camp. Yep. Fame. There's a couple others. Hang on. Phantasm. Rob Mello from Happy Death Day is going to be there. Amelia Kincaid from Night of the Demons. Um, Who else? And then Nick Benson, who was a makeup artist on *Nightmare on Elm Street*, 4, Tremors*, and *Night of the Demons*, will be there.
1: Ooh.
0: And that's all they've announced so far. But
1: yeah, it, and
0: it's, it, becoming it, like, it, it's
1: becoming like a cottage industry.
0: Yeah, but this—the um, only—the only complaint I had about the pl- the place when I went was that the space was a bit too small, so traffic. Was a bit of a nightmare, like, and I mean, people traffic when you are trying to walk through the booths. Right. That's the only complaint I had about about when we visited there. Um, but again, I've only been one year so far, so I am interested to see what it looks like this year. Yeah, the wife. It's happening. What's that? I
1: was going to say the wife wants to go to I don't think MegaCon or something because Chevy Chase is going. Oh, like, I, but he's charging like one hundred and forty bucks for a s- signature. Wow. Apparently, he's a fucking asshole, too. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Sorry.
0: It's okay. But anyway, that's all I have, Mark.
1: Otherwise, we'll we'll just keep doing what we do, right? We'll keep on talking shit. That's right. And you're fucking wrong about Alien Resurrection.
0: No, no, I'm not. You're wrong. You're wrong, and you, you know it.
1: Um, okay.
0: Thank you, folks, for listening to our dribble. We appreciate it.
1: Um, you're you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Fuck you. It's all okay. for free, it's for free entertainment.
0: Look, this is the first time I've dropped the f bomb this episode, so that's I'm, a record.
1: Yeah. So
0: all anyway, right, bye on everybody. that note, bye everybody. Thanks.